Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise
Father in heaven, may your name be hallowed and glorified, Lord. Thank you for your great mercy that has found us, saved us, redeemed us, and blessed us, Lord. Thank you for giving us life, giving us hope, Lord, and giving us a chance to serve you and to work for you, Lord. Stir us up, Lord, once again. Stir every gift in us, every knowledge we have, every understanding we have, Lord. May it be stirred up in us, Lord. Thank you for your great blessing of opportunity to share your word again and to be in fellowship. I give you thanks. I give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Wow. God bless you. Take your seat. Sit down. Happy to see you too. blessing it's a blessing to see all of you on a Tuesday night again we haven't met in a long while isn't it yeah but but I'm happy that life is moving on and uh, everything is working well and perfectly our church our church is not a uh, a one-man show. Any church you go, unless there's an oversight, that any church you go to, you'll discover that several other pastors have been there. Everybody has contributed. Everybody has done something. So that's how our church is. Um, the only important thing is to know that you are born again. You're a serious Christian. And you are planted in mustard seed or in uh, united denominations originating from lighthouse group of churches. That's, that's, that's the understanding you must have that this is my family. My family is UD, which is united denominations. So wherever I find myself, I am in this family. And then we have one shepherd who is, who is Bishop Dag. You must... Uh, yes, it is. Yes, but but the last time he was here, you behaved like you didn't know him. Anyway, that's by the side. Uh, so that that's more that's more of the mind that we have to have. There is no there is no church, if you like, in the UK that belongs to one pastor or that you have to see a particular pastor or a particular pastor has to be there every, every time, every Sunday, every weekday. No, we shuffle. We shuffle like I've been shuffled out of this place. Yes, I was also shuffled out of here and um, this all shuffled out. Though I'm pastoring one church somewhere there. The people who own the halls always shuffle me across the city. I go where they tell me to go. I just don't preach what they tell me to preach. Yeah, so so we, we have to have that and have, really have that understanding that we have a team of faithful, loyal pastors that we, we take turns at different centers 
and we pastor for a while more. So wherever you are, wherever you are, I can almost guarantee you that by the, by the end of this year, there will be a change. I can, I can tell you that for free. Wherever, wherever you are now, by the end, by December, you see a, a change. So, yeah. <laughs> because that's us. That's the wisdom God has given to us. And it has worked. It has helped us build the church. It has helped us have better pastors. Because for every opportunity we have, it also helps us to improve. It helps the pastor to improve. Because sometimes when you are in one place, you feel very great. You have to go somewhere else and discover and learn things and learn things. There are things to learn. Um, since I started pastoring First Love Church, I've learned so many things. I've, I've really learned a lot. I've made mistakes. I've learned. I mean, I've learned a lot. You, time, we don't have time to, for me to share my, my lessons. In, I can share my lessons in First Love, and I can share my lessons in Apache. There, and I can share my lessons from pastors who have been in Apache too. Oh, they're all learning um, uh, seasons. Uh, it, makes, it makes us better people. You just become a better pastor, a better minister, and a, and a better um, person. So you, you really have to understand that if you, are, if you are. So you can't, you see, one of the dangerous things to do is to leave one pastor somewhere and go somewhere. Because that pastor can come and meet you where you've run to. It's one of the things that, it's one of the things that I, I, will, I will personally tease you about when I see you. I'll really laugh at you and tell you that you should have, no, you should have understood the church. The church, this is how it is. The only thing you can do is that when the pastor comes where you run to, you can run to another part of it. The only thing is that stay in UD. Just stay in UD. Yes, we don't want you to go. We don't want to give it to anybody. So just stay. When you see that the transfer is coming here, this guy is coming. You just have to say, hey, he's coming here. Run. You can run back to where you came from. <laughs> because somebody else will be there. That's all you have. But otherwise, otherwise, really, under, if you've never understood how we work, and what we've understood, understand if this Tuesday evening, that this is how we work. Every church is a team of pastors. I'm not the only person who has worked in um, Apache. I'm not the only one who has worked here or who has pastored this church here. Bishop Joel has been here. I've been here. Even um, Pastor Jerry had his turn. Uh, Reverend Joe Ajay, yes, was here for seven years. Yeah, he had his turn. He was here. He also pastored. Encouraged. Did what he can do. Reverend Steve came. He did his best. He worked here. Now you have, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Pastor Edmund. Yes, now you have Pastor Edmund here. Pastor Edmund here and his powerful wife, Trudy. Yes. Yes. Where, anywhere Trudy goes, you feel the presence of a pastor's wife. Yes. So I'm sure by now, Pastor is enjoying a pastor's wife's presence. That there's someone who really supports and believes in the husband. It's, which, is a, which is a great thing. It's a great thing. Some of you wives who only fight with your husbands. Yes. 
I mean, you should learn from her. You have, you have to, when you are, you have to feel that I like what my husband is doing. I am into what my husband is doing. I enjoy what my husband does. It's, it's a nice thing. A very, very nice thing. Yes. Yeah. Last Sunday, um, Bishop Obi preached here. After here, he came to first love service. We're trying to give him food. He said, oh, he's full. I said, how? He said, oh, Trudy. She has given me, she made, he mentioned all the things that I can't even eat. He rejected our food because when he came by, he has fed. I said, yes, you experienced a good pastor's wife. Yes, a good pastor's wife who will look after you and who will care for you. So it's a blessing. It's a blessing. One day, they will also be transferred. I don't know when, but what I can tell you that it's not forever. Yes, it's an experience. Everybody does their best. And then we, we, all, we all move on. And then we go where, where we have to go and preach what we have to preach. And then we move on. So let's be stable in UD. And realize that in UD, if you want to call someone your pastor, your shepherd, it is Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Yes. Period. Yes. And as you are shouting and screaming, when he's coming here for a program, also behave yourself and show that you like him. Don't also come up with uh, an attitude. No problem. That's for another day. I keep saying, but it's another day. <laughs> it's definitely not for today. So, uh, understand. I'm afraid you understand UD. Yes, that's how, that's how we are and that's who we are and that's what we are. So when you don't see me on Tuesday, I haven't backslidden. I haven't, I haven't backslidden. I haven't left the church. I'm not offended. I'm not hurt. Uh, I'm not afraid of anything. There's, there's no problem. Most of the Tuesdays you didn't see me here. I was in a meeting. I was talking. My throat was dry. Yes, I was speaking. Speak, I, I spoke longer than I would speak even if I was here. Yes. Even today was going to be a, a similar situation and Sister Philippa came to put pressure on me to end my meeting. But uh, it's a blessing and we can hear the word of God. But it's nice to see all of you. So try, try and be faithful and be stable, okay? Don't complain. Don't develop political spirits. Don't murmur. Don't, don't, do, don't do, because all those things are prophecies already. There are prophetic books that will describe you. Those who leave you, those who accuse you. It's been prophesied already. Don't fall into the prophecy. Those who, those who will um, pretend, it's all there. They are all prophecies. As soon as you start, we'll just find, we'll just find you in one of the pages. Now look at somebody. Look at somebody. Somebody is fulfilling um, the prophecy that was written many, many years ago. Look at you. So just be stable. Be stable. Be happy. Be supportive. And be strong. Be strong around. Because we have a beautiful thing. Don't you think we have a beautiful church? We have a beautiful church with nice pastors. We have nice pastors. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm, I mean, when I'm not here, I'm happy that I have nice pastors that are flowing. I'm happy. Very, very, very happy that I can be at peace somewhere and I know that Tuesday service is still Tuesday service. I don't have to be here before there's a Tuesday service because... We've not been trained that way. 
We've been trained that everybody can do what is being done. So everybody gets their turn and everybody gets their place. No problem at all. If you like, you can transfer it to First Love and that can be transferred to Apache. No problem. Would you like that? <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah. We, work, we work as a team. And we've been working. And we just pray that God will give us life to finish our race. That's the important thing, to finish our race. We have to finish what we have to do. That's where speed and urgency comes in. That we have to work fast. Sometimes very aggressively so that we can finish what, what we have to do. And, and also, we, we, we shouldn't have time for a lot of things. A lot of things don't have time for them. A lot of talks, gossips, buffet. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a behavior and the comments of the ignorant and the naive. So don't have time for a lot of things so that we can stay focused and win souls for Jesus. We have to win souls. Yes. You see, Tuesday service too, upstairs have to be full. Downstairs is full. Upstairs has to be full. We have to work hard, hard, hard for more souls to be saved and more souls to be in church on Sunday, more souls to be in church on Tuesdays as well. It's our, it's our work. It's our work. So if you complain about pastors, we won't mind you. I'll sit with you. I'll sit with you, listen to you, pray for you, comfort you. But I'm telling you that from the bottom of it, I won't mind you at all. I'll just, when you are gone, I'll just say, well, this person is not serious at all. Because it's not, it's, not, it's not one of our fights. It's not one of our fights or one of our battles. One church, one shepherd. All the other shepherds, they take turns in different corners. You can't tell them that you, you like this corner. Who, who, who gave you that corner? <laughs> anyway, I have a short exhortation for you today. Isaiah chapter 11. <laughs> So this is my brief encouragement to you about UD in case, in case you are getting confused about what is, it is you go, what's happening in the church, what's going on now. You shouldn't get confused. Be stable. Be stable. We're all around. We're all there. We haven't gone anywhere. We are all there. All of us, we are still there doing our work, checking what we have to check, correcting what has to be corrected, doing what we have to do. We are there. We haven't gone anywhere. Hmm? Keep your eyes on what is important. Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord and he will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And the righteous shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness, the girdle of his reigns. Is that faithfulness is important? So let's go back to verse 2 
how many of you are going to be faithful? You are determined to be faithful. Be faithful. Do you understand what it means to be faithful? Okay. So, uh, right here, the Bible is said, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understand it. One of the things that I would like to encourage you this evening about is um, us doing what is right and understanding what has to be done and, what, and therefore walking and operating in the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom. Uh, it, takes, it takes a while. Yes, so don't be too hard on yourself sometimes. It takes a while to really understand things and to have a grasp of things. That's like sometimes even pastors, even, even people that I may dare, there's nothing really, nothing like that, but I could dare call even senior pastors, you know, like our senior people around, maybe, um, yes, our senior or older pastors. Sometimes, sometimes even I can see things that they don't understand some things. Yes, they, they don't, I can see from their actions that they don't understand. They, they don't have a grasp of certain things. The same, the same applies to myself as a bishop. If, if, because I'm a bishop, that doesn't mean that bishops understand everything. And bishops can do everything. That's why that's I want to point it out to you. That it takes, it takes, sometimes it takes a while. Or a conscious effort, a deliberate effort to get grasps of some concepts or some things or what is going on or what is happening because you can easily be around, you can easily be close and not even know why things are done in a certain way and or not even, you may not even see what is important. You can be in a church, you can be in a church for years, you can be in a church for 20 years and you may not even know, you may not even know what is important in this place or what the leadership of the church even stands for. I was telling one group the other day that you don't know, I was saying that you don't know what hurts me or what, uh, what I find offensive. Yeah, you don't know what I find offensive. And recently I discovered that people that I even thought they would know what I, as their pastor for years, might find offensive. I they didn't even know that I would find this offensive. Because there are a lot of things I, don't, I really don't find offensive. I may talk about it. You may think maybe I'm worked up. I'm talking. I'm child, But that's just based. Just like your child has come out of their room. They didn't, uh, uh, what do you call it? What do you call that thing on, on your bed sheet? Whatever. Get the bed, get the bed done. Uh, you are shouting. You are shouting about it. Not because you are angry. Well, what does uh, your child's um, state of their room have anything to do with? your life for the day. It's the, those are not the things that really affect you. So a lot of the things in church really, really will not, will not even be affecting someone that you see there. But there are some few things, one or two, that would really, if I, it can, you know, it can make me change my mind about you. Even separate myself from you. Because it, it's disturbing. When, I, when you think that somebody has a certain level of understanding and the person hasn't got it, those are the things that, are, those are the things that are, are, can affect. And things that affect, rather, it takes a long time before you see. Uh, have, have you seen the trial of uh, uh, someone who has murdered someone? It takes a long time before judgment is passed. 
This is when somebody just goes to pick a train ticket, doesn't pay. Immediately he's arrested, immediately they receive them writing some things for his life that is over. It's different from murder. In the, the same way, in the church, when you see if someone has got a certain understanding of some things, and especially, that's what I'm saying, especially like senior people, people that you think would, they should understand this, or they should have a different attitude towards this, and rather they don't have it. That is more scary and disturbing and worrying. So, to gain a grasp and an understanding of things, let me tell you this evening that you need to hear certain things a lot more than you've ever heard it. You need to hear things over and over and over and over. Otherwise, you can even be a disloyal person with a high rank and not even know that you are disloyal. But you are actually disloyal. If you've ever taught and preached and read disloyalty for you, say you are a disloyal person. You are a disloyal person. But maybe you, 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 you didn't know because it hasn't entered into your spirit and into your soul. So when you take a church like our church, what do we preach about mainly? What do we talk about? What is, what is the wisdom of the house that God has given? What type, what's the anointing that God has placed in? I can tell you in one word, it is, it is soul winning. It is winning of souls. And it is something that has to enter your heart. Is it anything, anything else that you pick up? You will become, you become an adversary to the vision of the house. When you start anything else, you see that, who, who are you? What are you doing? What are you talking about? Why, why are you, why are you even having this type of um, event in the church? Why would you even have this type of meeting? What's your aim? Is it, but it is because a certain understanding and a certain wisdom hasn't entered your heart. You hear things. What you have heard, like what I'm saying to you now, what I've been talking about now, I know that you, you understand it about 1%, about 1%. You, you, you wouldn't really, you wouldn't really, no matter how clever you are, you wouldn't really grasp what I'm talking about. You, you will grasp the atmosphere, the seriousness, the lightness, the whatever of atmospheres. You will feel that. But as to the substance of the message, you need to hear it again and again and again and again and again and again before one of the meanings, one of the meanings of what is being said would drop into your spirit. If it was, if, 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 we, if we had, if we, all pastors, whatever, we had understood Bishop Dag and what he stands for, by now the whole of UK would be littered with um, crusades. But we don't have crusades. Crusades. We don't have soul winning events. We don't have it. I can count. I can count how many pastors have um, soul winning events. I can count. I can count on one hand and cut the rest of my fingers off. One hand. Do you, do you know how many fingers are on one hand? Yes. I can count how many on with this my one hand and cut the rest of my fingers off. 
for you to see clearly those who have understood united denominations originating from Lighthouse group of churches. And you discover that we are there preaching nice things, saying nice things, but we are actually lost. Either lost or disloyal. One of them. Because we don't stand for what the head of the mission stands for. We don't represent it. We don't represent it well. We represent it up to a point, but we don't represent it well. And totally and completely. We represent it up to a point. We are, we are, better, we are better than those who left us. But we are still not there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you sure you understand what I'm saying? Can you relate to what I'm talking about? Or oh, you are lost. Yes. We are better than those who left. But we still haven't got the spirit, if like the spirit of the ministry and the spirit of us. We don't have it. It's not there yet. Just by what we do. Just by our activities, the little things we do, the, the little things, the big things that we do, we, we, don't, we don't have it. If we had it, the sun has been blazing for some weeks now. I've been in different, I've been, I've been out of the country, I mean, quite a bit. Anytime I ask, what is it like in England? They say, we are sweating here. It's hot here. It's this. It's been blazing for some weeks now. If the, if the children, if the children of Prophet Dag, he was males, had the spirit that is on him, the whole city, the whole country would be littered with soul winning events. But I would have gotten letters and, and messages and emails from different authorities that look, uh, uh, we, we have antisocial, we are leading in antisocial behavior. That perhaps we are maybe one of the most well-behaved groups of, groups of people. Yeah. I think I'm a bit quiet. I thought you said you've missed me. <laughs> oh, you've changed your mind. Sometimes that's how marriage is. When you marry someone, it's because the person can't cook. I remember one brother who was getting married about, I mean, over about 20 years ago. I'll tell you that story. <laughs> I was going to, to, to tell you a story, but I will tell you the story. So, it's important to get the spirit of something. Because when you don't have the spirit of it, you don't execute it well. You don't do it well. It doesn't, it doesn't show. It doesn't manifest. And I'm explaining that it takes, that's what led me to all this, because sometimes you see people that you would think that they have it, but then they, they, they sometimes appear to be the worst. They don't have it at all. Maybe because there's a certain assumption that we have. So we stop doing what we need to do to actually have it and to work in it and to operate in it. 
That's what sometimes it looks as though younger people seems to be doing younger people seem to be doing better because younger people are more eager and ready to learn. And the key is is the learning and the continuous learning and the never telling yourself that I know is what keeps you in the spirit. Of that thing. But when we switch off and say, we have learned. Let me say there's something like I have learned. You keep learning. You keep learning. You keep learning. I've, le- I've learned so much. I've learned so much by pastoring first love. I've learned so much, so much. If that transfer me to your church, you will see, you'll see things that I've learned. I've learned so, I mean so much over there. I'd be a fool if I don't learn. I've learned a lot. I thought I knew a lot. But when I got there, it's like a new school. You can't say that you know everything. Because your actions will reveal that you don't know NATO. Yes, you don't know NATO. You know, you know nothing. Yes, your actions immediately will reveal that yeah. You don't, you don't, perhaps you don't even believe in anything. And you'll be surprised when you are told that you are disloyal. If you're not careful, you even be hurt. But there's a book, Those Who Are Ignorant. Ignorant people, uneducated people, unlearned people easily become disloyal. Because they don't know. Because they don't know. One of your greatest dangers is naivety when you don't know something, or, pr- or perhaps pride, because pride is what stops you from learning. I know, I'm okay, I know, I'm, I'm fine, I'm, I'm cool. One of the things I thank God about uh, first love is that uh, once a pastor, not forever a pastor. Yeah, once a pastor, prove that you're a pastor. So some of the people that you knew to be pastors are not pastors anymore. Just that, you don't, just that we don't em- embarrass people and publish lists. But they're not pastors anymore. Even though when you call them pastor, they turn and they answer. But they are not pastors. They're not pastors at all. They stopped being pastors. I don't know whether the whole of 2018 they've been pastors. But you think of them as pastors. When you say you call them pastor, this pastor, that pastor, this pastor, that. So, I mean, they also answer because it's nice to be called pastor. But they are not. And don't go and ask them which of you are not pastors because they won't answer. I don't, I don't like that. Don't go, don't, don't go and worry them. Don't go and worry them. They are my children. I like them. Yes, don't go and worry them. Don't go and ask them. Hey, so, who, who's not, who's, I hear some of you are not pastors anymore. So, who's Go and pray. Instead of you go and use your breath that you are going to ask that question, use it to pray. Use it to speak in tongues. Don't use it to speak in tongues. You only heard of it because I'm trying to help you and advise you. Not for you to go and find out. So what does one In Africa, they'll say, go and chop your home matter. Go and chop. Go and chop your home matter. There's matter in your house. Go and eat it. Don't come and eat somebody's, somebody's problems. <laughs> Great. 
So when you catch the spirit of something, that's when you're able to walk in it and flow in it. You flow, you flow, you flow in the spirit that you have imbibed and you have received. You walk, you walk, you walk in it with ease. You do things with ease when you have the spirit of something. When you don't have it, when you don't have it, if you don't have, if you don't have the spirit of generosity, you can never give. You won't be a giver. You can't be a giver. You will think that people who give are millionaires. But people who give are people who have the spirit and the heart of generosity. People have understand what it means to be generous. If, if anything at all, maybe they've read one scripture. They've read one scripture that says that the liberal soul shall be made fat. They've read that scripture. And that scripture has entered their heart. It takes a while for that thing to drop in. It drops Bam, has dropped in. You just need one word, it drops in there. It's gone. It's in there. It's in there. It becomes part of you. Or is it somebody who is faithful? The person must, something has entered his spirit of the importance of being faithful. That's why he's faithful. So it is the spirit that you have that gives you the power to operate in a certain way, the power to function. What is someone who is a good pastor? A good pastor has a certain understanding and a certain mind about people. A good pastor doesn't speak about his members in a certain way. He doesn't dismiss members, call members, he doesn't call members witches and wizards and devils. How can you call your members witches and wizards and devils? I mean, how? Sometimes you see the pastor's wife who is calling people witches and wizards, but thank God that she's not the pastor. Thank God she's not your pastor. If she was your pastor, she would have sacked you from the church. Some of the witches, they've been there for 20 years. They're still there. They haven't eaten anybody up. <laughs> they've been there. Yeah, they've been there. They haven't drank anybody's blood. <laughs> Oh, you don't understand my, my message. Yeah. You see, you need a certain spirit to be able to even gather people and have people. Yeah. That's why it is said, and I think it's true, that melancholics, melancholic shepherds and pastors, they have very small churches. Their churches never grow. Do you understand melancholics? You know melancholics? Those who wash their hands before they eat. <laughs> of course, we all wash our hands before we eat. But you know what I mean. Yes. What are you? Yes. Recently, a certain sister was telling us she was dealing with another pastor. And this guy, this pastor is super male. So, she sent him a message. When she sent the message, then he asked her, what is your full name? You if, if, if she said, let's say she said that I'm called Sheila, then this pastor said, what is your surname? And then he, she ignored and started talking. 
Then he, he responded and said, till you send me your surname, I don't talk to people who's, who I don't know their surname. Hey! Hey! It's a level. She said they went back and forth, back and forth. See, because she said she tried. So she was trying to say, what do you need by saying? If, she said, look, I need to save your name. So I need your full name. So it's like, even save my name as, save my name as, uh, as no surname. Sheila, no surname. But he said, never. Any time, she said, any time I send him a message, he will copy what is your surname, paste and send. Yes. So at the point she gave in and just said this by saying it. That's when he started answering the question. So now we're in a meeting and they had met for the first time. So she was explaining that this is what he did. You see, by being strict, strict with high standards, it makes your church very small. The church doesn't grow. A lot of people will be around. Very few people can even stay or live with you. Same name. What's your same name? Don't talk to people at your house. Hey. Why was I telling you that story? Yeah. Micah chapter 3. I'm ending soon. Okay. Well, I've said a lot this evening, haven't I? I haven't said a lot. Micah chapter 3. <laughs> Verse 8, please. He said, But truly, I am full of power. How? By the Spirit of the Lord. It is the Spirit that has given me the power to operate. I am full of power by the Spirit. The Spirit gives you the power to do it. When you can't do it, it means you don't have the spirit that you need to do it. I am full of power. The next question is, how? By the spirit of the Lord. By the spirit of the Lord. By the spirit. The spirit gives you the power. Without the spirit, there's no power. You can't do a lot of things because you haven't caught on to that spirit. When you get the spirit, no matter your temperament or personality, when you catch the spirit of pastoring, shepherding, look, in large crowds, there are a lot of Samway people. Yes. Yes. There are a lot of Samway people. You want your tent to be large? You must be ready for people who are not like you. People who don't look like you, sound like you, don't pray like you. They don't even pray. Sunday, Sunday, I was leading the church in prayer. Right, what did I see? Right there on the front row. There was this brother who has just finished drinking water with a bottle in his hand. Has anybody got a water bottle in his hand? Water, water bottle. I need a water bottle. To show you something. Just this Sunday. Thank you. Avian. Hmm. <laughs> Look. 
as I was we're praying, hold hands with somebody, bind loose. I just open my hands to look. There, front row. Not fifth row, front row. There, there he was. He just finished drinking. So what and he was? He, he was reading the label. Can you see how when you eat something or you have something and you've enjoyed it, you are, you are checking what, what's in this thing? This house. Yes. That's really my thing. How many calories are in the water? He was seriously checking something in the water. I just looked at him like that and I said, God's children are a lot. God's children. God has a lot of children and different types. Different types. Because my raw, unrefined self would have just said, brother, I'm telling you, without, 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 it's not difficult. It's not difficult. But as I look at it, I just he was, he was checking. See how you check how many calories are in something or how many, what sugar, this, that. He was, re, he was reading the water. Not even, not even reading it and speaking in tongues. Like, I'll say, okay, yeah, the mind is unfruitful, but the spirit is praying. No, 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 no. No prayer. Zero prayer. You want a large church? You have people who are checking the, the sugar level in, in, in the carbohydrates in water. They will, all, they will all be there. All. They'll be sitting there and they'll be as close as the front row. Yeah. You need, you, you need the right spirit to accomplish things. The right spirit. And you need to be humble enough to tell yourself that I don't have it when you don't have it. That look, it looks as though I don't have this. And therefore, I have to pursue it. I have to chase it. I have to go for it. I have to. I have to follow hard after it. Because I don't have it. If you have it, you will do it. That's what I'm saying. If, if we had the anointing on the shepherd, the pastor of this denomination, oh, the whole, the whole of London will be disturbed. I mean, it will practically, literally be disturbed. Huh. I was with him from Barbados. From Barbados, we passed through London. He caught his flight to Accra. I was sitting in my room with my iPad on my lap. And he started texting that, oh, we have landed. We have landed, we have landed, we have landed. I'm watching the um, outreach event. Before I said, hey, there he is on the stage coming to preach. I stood up in the room. I said, oh, why? I mean, why? Why, why are you making us feel like we are backslidden? I was with him. He has been on his two feet. Preached in Jamaica. Preached in, in, in Barbados. Can't preach long. I was on his feet like this. I was it throughout. When we take a break, there's no break. His breaks is because he wants to meet, have a meeting. That's his break. Because he wants to have a meeting. Every time we come for counsel, you are following him to tell him your dreams and, and the antelope you've seen. He's going for a meeting. When you are going to buy KFC, he's in a meeting. 
like to tell you about dreams at camps. I don't know why. I don't know why people dream, why people dream a lot at camps. <laughs> so, Every camp I go to, somebody has dreamt about something. Bishop, I want to share a dream with you. I saw something. <laughs> Small five minutes that you drink water. And they have to come close and whisper it into your ears. They can't stand there and just share the dream. <laughs> so the dream has to go to your ears. Hey! But you, you have to have the spirit of a shepherd to accommodate all this. People speaking directly into your nose, directly into your mouth, directly into all this, all this. Is, I mean, it's, it's, it comes with our job. It comes with our job. Yes. It comes with our job. Whilst you're going back, they're coming closer. <laughs> they're not getting the message that it's okay, stand there and talk. Spirit that gives the power for it. Spirit. What we need most is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom will guide us into soul winning. He that winneth souls is wise. So he that does not win souls is not so wise. Isn't it? Or in a blunt way, is you know what it is. So it is worth pursuing the spirit of wisdom. Yes, which which doesn't come by reading books, secular books that makes you clever and make you smart, make you look you know like you have read. And you know things. It comes by following the scripture. He that winneth souls is wise. Where's the scripture? Why have they changed it? Yes. He that winneth souls is wise. It's a wise person that is into soul winning. It is a wise person that is into soul winning. So now the, the concept of soul winning has to, it actually has to enter your heart. Otherwise it will always show what you do. What you do is what is in your heart. When in your church you have debates and you have, uh, what are the things that people have? Horse racing, car racing, football games, whatever, whatever you choose to do, it's, it just shows what is in your heart. What is in your heart? What is in your heart? What is there? What has entered your heart? What you have believed in so much that when you see people, what you have to offer to people is what is in your heart. Or sometimes nothing at all. It also shows what is in your heart. Maybe nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing, nothing is in the heart. So, so there's nothing done. Or different types of seminars. Seminars that are, that are held, that are held for, for, uh, in universities, in colleges, in uh, different institutions. That's what, that's what you have in the church. That, that's the system you want to run in the church. 
It is what is in your heart. You are so secularized. Not anointed. Don't have the spirit. If you have the spirit, you, you, see, you see it immediately. What are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? What's going on there? What is going on there is what is in their heart. So be careful what goes into your heart, what drops into your heart. Be careful. Maybe you love your workplace too much. That's why you copy what goes on in the workplace and you want to bring it into the church. But it, it can't work. It doesn't work in the church. It doesn't work in the church. It's not going to work in the church. The ideas of Pharaoh, the ideas of the secular, you want to bring, it doesn't work in the church. Those, those things are not, are not carved out to save souls. Sometimes even people are going to have out. Sometimes even tell them that change the name. Change the name. Let the name be very clear that we are here for to win souls. Change the name. Change the name. Let it be very clear that here, here, what you are doing, we are going to win souls. Because before you realize, you are not experienced enough to even appear and preach and make an altar call. The question you always have to ask yourself, Opa, every event that you make, is that, was there an altar call? And how many people gave their lives to Christ? Otherwise, you've wasted your time. You've wasted your time. Why should we win souls? Ah. Are you still here? So we're talking about the spirit of wisdom, isn't it? So there's number one, right, number one. The spirit of wisdom is revealed in your involvement in winning souls. That's Proverbs 11 verse 30. Anyone who wins souls has the spirit of wisdom. Number two, the spirit of wisdom, which is soul winning and church building, makes your life glorious. The more we plant churches, it's a, it's, an, it's a soul winning effort. Church planting is a soul winning effort. When we ask you, go and start a church. Go and start a church. Go and start a basanta. Have a basanta. When you hear all these things, all we are saying is that be a soul winner. Be a soul winner. That's all. We are not giving you a title or a rank. We are just saying, be a soul winner. When we say, go and pastor, go and pastor the church in um, where? Clapham. All we, are say, all we are saying is that go and win souls in Clapham. We are not making you the mayor of Clapham. Or a forever saint in Clapham, that Clapham is for you forever and ever. There's nothing like that. We are just saying, go and effort, go and try. Go and try something in Clapham. Go and try. And you know what? It makes your life glorious. It makes your life glorious. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 35. The wise shall inherit glory. The wise shall inherit glory. But shame shall be to the promotion of soul. You see, when you are into soul winning, church planting, planting of churches, you don't even know what you are doing. You don't even know what to till, till you start reaping. And you see the glory of God. You see that God is now making your life better. Your life becomes better. When you start off, you, do, you actually don't know what you are doing. <laughs> I 
People in other parts of the world will tell, will tell us, those of us that were sent to the Western world for church work, will tell, they tell us, they tell us privately that, look, we're really worried about you because of your children, for children to go and grow up there. It's scary, it's scary to, for a child to grow up in 2018, to grow up here. It's very scary. It's very scary. If I could post my wife to go and have all the children in Africa and stay there, when I miss her, I'll come and visit her, or she come and visit me. I, I, I'm sure I would have felt safer. Because why, why, why would I say, why would I say, one of my children was telling me when she was, the, the term was ending. Term was ending. Do you understand term is ending? Term is ending. A teacher, a male teacher. They were told, male teacher, by the time you come back, in uh, what time did you go back? September? Yes, it was summer break. By the time you come back in September, Mr. James will now be Miss Julie. <laughs> no, I'm telling you for real. It's not something I'm imagining. It happened real. But then they went back. Mr. James is Miss Julie. So the James you know is now looking in front of you, standing in front of you, teaching you. You now have to call James Julie. How sick can the world get? But you see, to see your children speaking in tongues, loving God. You, you didn't even know what you did, but it's like, as you, if, if you were winning souls, it has rather turned out for your good, turned out for your good. Your children rather no church. No church. No church. So by the way, those of us, those of us who feel too smart sometimes, you, you want to take your child uh, on Sunday morning to go swimming, to go and play basketball, to go and play netball. Be advised. Be advised. Be advised the world in which you allow your child to grow up in. Be advised. Don't want your child to be a shepherd. Don't want your child to do anything. Don't want your child to learn anything. Look, there is nowhere safer than the church. It is wisdom to keep your children in the church and encourage, encourage them to be in the church. Yes. Don't become obsessed with some things. I saw some people the other day, they try, they're trying to turn the church into uh, an 11 plus uh, um, synergy. I said, look. I said, look, stop, stop what you are doing. So I said, there are things that we don't talk about. I said, I said, all the this thing that you do, I said, all my children went to that school, all of them. As I've been preaching for you, as though I'm some illiterate who doesn't understand education. But it is not the main thing. It is not the main thing. It is not the least. I said, all my children, one, two, three, all of them went to that place. It doesn't, I don't I don't need to stop the church and say, every mother, come, let me teach you. There's something called living plus. Oh, come. Hey, there's there's this. There's, um, what are the different things that they do? Nonverbal, nonverbal. There's the, there's the, I mean, why? It's by the grace of God. God will bless your children. God will help your children. God will lift them up. Your child will never be a dropout. Keep them in church. 
from, from, you see, and it shouldn't be something like you act and pretend only when you come to church. It's like, oh, go to church. They have to know. They, they have to know from you right from the house that church is important. Talk church, speak church. Live church. Take them to church. Take them to church. Let them know that church is more important than homework. Yes. Don't bring a spirit into the church that's like homework is more important than church. So it's like this time, you can't go Sundays as soon as we, we don't even share the grace. And then it's like, go home, go, go home. And do. No, 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 no. They have to know church. Children have to know church. The Bible says train up the child in the way that he should go. And when he grows up, he will know. the training the child receives, when he grows up, it's very hard for him to depart from it. Very, 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 very hard. Very, very, very hard. Even those who deviate a bit, you will see that they know God. In their deviation, they know God. They know who God is. They know what church is. They know that church is important. In their deviations, they know. They know. The glory of God will come on you. Ah. Number three. The spirit of wisdom will make you shine forever. Daniel 12, 3. When you become a soul winner, you experience the ability to shine forever. Shine forever. I said a message to a brother. I said, I said, tell him, if I were to be him, I will not spend the rest of my life in London. I will make myself into one of the stars. I will be a missionary and go and win souls for Christ. I mean, you should, you should see souls that have been saved as we're just coming from the Caribbean. The souls, the souls. One lady walked to me and she said to me, I'm this person's mother. A member of First Love. Her mother is in the church and sitting in a camp. I was looking at her with awe. I said, you are who? She said, I am your church member. I am her mother. I am her mother. She's Bayesian. She's introducing herself. She said, I am her mother. This is me. Your member is my son. I said, I said, I said, I didn't, even, I didn't know what to do. So I just said, come, come, let's take a selfie. <laughs> I, because I didn't know what to do or what to say. I was, oh. So people, people have traveled and real, I mean, real souls. I mean, if you've listened to the messages, look at the Jamaicans giving testimonies. You don't even understand what they are saying. Real souls. Bishop David has a cathedral full of human beings. Hey. Don't walk, don't walk, don't walk around and waste your life. Don't walk around and waste your life. Don't walk around and think that I think that be London is. I mean, what is London? Don't walk, don't walk around and waste your life. But when you have the spirit of wisdom, you will shine. You will shine. And imagine your, your, aim, your, aim, your aim is to buy a flat in London. Two and a half rooms called three bedrooms. And you spend, you spend, you're going to spend your whole life to finance that thing. Your whole life. 
your whole life to finance that space. Your whole life, your whole life, your energy, your intelligence, your ability is to finance two and a half rooms divided by plasterboards. When you have, when you have a calling and a desire and a burden to do more and you don't want, you don't want to jump out and go do more. You're spending your life compared to winning souls to shine, to shine like a star. You literally become a star. You don't want to give your life to that. You want to give your life to financing two and a half rooms with one toilet and one bathroom. And double glazed windows. For your whole life. At the end of your life, it's like this is what you live. This your your real labor and your is this. Is this two and a half rooms? Because the third room can't take a double bed. You've labored, labored, labored for this. And you have more than two children. So of what use is it going to be to them? Even your children, you can't, you, you, you don't even have anything to even hand over to them. May you become stars. Amen. Stars. Stars. Instead of living, you're going to buy two and a half room because it, 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 it overlooks a river. River view, river view, river view apartment. It's somebody's business, oh. It's someone's business. Rivers that you will never see. By the time you leave home, it's dark. By the time you come back, it's dark. But you have to finance that river view. You have to really finance it. You really, you really have to labor and pay off for that river view. And be, you, rather you be telling us the type of people that live there, who your neighbors are, and how safe, of, of what use is, is, is it? Of what use of who your neighbors are and people who live in your area, of what use is that to your life? We are the only black people around. Then bleach yourself. Yes. This kind of backward thinking Africans, this is how they talk. We are the only black people around. You know? There aren't many black people there. As though you are, you are the, where, where are you from? Where are you from that you, you are boasting that where you are, you are the only black person there? Where are you from? What can your aim be that I'm going to live where I'm the minority? That's your, that's your vision for life. And you have become poor. You have become poor. You've become broke. You can't do anything for yourself. In fact, the people who look at the river, they don't go to church on Sundays. They work Monday to Saturday. And then Sunday, they walk their dog on the river bank. You Sunday, you have to go to church. Then you become angry. You're angry because you can't, you can't see the river. And you are paying for the river. You are paying for the river. And you've never seen the river. Yeah. 
drop those visions and be a soul winner. Be a soul winner. When we souls in Barbados, the beach, beautiful beach, is free. It's free. You can go to the beach any day you want. You see the ocean. The white man that you like so much, he has come to build nice hotels there. Beautiful beach. You can be with him in the water. <laughs> Number four. The spirit, the spirit of wisdom will give you wages. When you are a soul winner, you get wages. Wow. John chapter 4. John chapter 4 and verse 35. Say not ye that there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Look, there are wages for gathering and there are wages for harvesting. Instead of, instead of coming on Sundays just to write notes and complain about things that are not problems. Enter into gathering. Be a gatherer. Be a gatherer. Become someone who helps in gathering. Gathering souls. After you go for the soul winning event, Sunday morning, gather them into the service. Gather them. Let's come to church on Sunday morning and feel that yesterday there was, there was an outreach program. Yesterday. They said, where are all these people from? They said, oh, we're from, we're from the outreach yesterday. Because they are gatherers. People who have helped to gather the people back. Not people who are coming to complain. <laughs> Maybe you are new or you never understood who we are. That's why you, that's why you bring some issues up and there's a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. We don't have a problem with what you call a problem. Our problem is that souls are not getting saved. The young people are dying. Killing themselves. You have to ask yourself. It's all sharing the statistics. Ask yourself, when was the last time? If, if you had a basenta in that area, if all those people stabbing themselves, if, you had a, if they were your basenta members, would they not be full of the Holy Ghost? If you've taken them through key facts, taught them, laid hands on them, baptized them in Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, would, they not, would those lives not be saved? <laughs> or can't you see that the people who say that they can handle that problem, they, they, are, they are out of their depth. They don't know what to do. The answer is Jesus. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. But here we are. These are their seats. These are their seats. These, because there are no gatherers. There are no gatherers. 
Your passion, your passion is to finance a two and a half apartment overlooking a river divided by plaster boards. It's a passion. Toilets that two people can't stand in. It's almost like that's our passion. It's like something else has filled our hearts. How, how do I know? I know by even the counseling that you give. In fact, sometimes even the counseling that pastors give. The advice that they give to people. The advice, the advice that they give to people. You can see that this is what is in this pastor's side. This pastor is therefore a dangerous He's a dangerous person to the congregation. Because instead of raising pastors, instead of raising pastors, you are raising people who have problems that you haven't resolved. Guiding people into, into deeper waters, into waters that you are standing in, you don't know how to get out. Both guiding people to become soul winners, to be blessed. Because God will bless. What do you God will bless you. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. It doesn't mean go, don't go to school. It doesn't mean that don't work. But you will see that there's a supernatural power. There's a supernatural power that assists, that assists, that helps. That makes you into a, be- a far better human being. Far better human being. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen lawyers in my lifetime. I've seen lawyers. One is broke, one is rich. I've seen doctors. One is broke, one is rich. I've, all, the, all the examples I'm giving, I can mention names. I've seen architects. One is constantly broke, one is constantly rich. I've seen, uh, what else have I seen? Uh, accountants, accountants. I've not seen a lot. I haven't seen one is broke. I've seen I've seen twenty broke and fifty prospering. Plenty of them, plenty. And you ask yourself, what? Because they all have the, they have the same qualification. They did the same exams, but the same. So what is the difference? You ask them, what is the difference? They're all accountants. How come this one always has a job? This one can't get a job. When this one gets a job, it's like a corner shop, corner shop jobs. So an African relative in some corner somewhere who has designed some room, put some fluorescent lights in, is employing him. Why can't, why can't he get into PwC, KPMG? Why can't he get into those places? Only corner shops, also corner shop offices. Oh, you understand my description. My description is too clear, it's too, it's too some way. Set your eyes on Jesus. Set your heart on soul winning. Let's allow some things to enter your spirit. Let it enter your spirit. As long as it drops into your spirit, you see you're a different person. You're a different person. Different person. I've seen pharmacists. One is blessed, one is always angry. No, no, no. I'm telling you real things that I've seen. Real things. You see, it makes you wonder that. So what is, what should we do? Or what is worth chasing? It's worth chasing God. It's worth chasing God. Following after God. Give yourself properly to God. Be a soul winner. Be a soul winner. We have to finish, isn't it? Number five. The spirit of wisdom will lead you to do things that are not in vain. First Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. 
in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. When you work for God, it is not in vain. It's not time wasted. Those of you call yourself pastors, lay pastors. Take your work seriously. It is not in vain. It is not in vain. It is not in vain. Let's do it properly. Let's not treat as a part-time something. Some signs of do it well. It is God who blesses. It is God who blesses. I see prosperous managers and broke managers. You can't put your heart and your trust in man. It's God. It's God. I've seen people say they are businessmen forever. As long as I've known them, they've been businessmen. Businessmen. As long as I've known them. You say they are businessmen. But you don't feel the business. And I've seen people who say, I'm a businessman. And you will see that he is. He does what, he's, what the, the, the name he claims he is does. It's God. It comes from God. If you have the spirit of wisdom, God will guide you. Be a soul winner. Be a soul winner. It's true you have this job, you have this profession, you have to, but be a soul winner. Add soul winning to it. And make soul winning more important and see what God will do and see what God can do. <laughs> Following God is not in vain. Following God is not in vain. It's not in vain. And there's something for everybody to do. Everybody has something to do. Everybody can be a soul winner. From praise and worship, prayer, person. Those people who come and um, shout in tongues at the beginning of a service for five minutes. And those who come and sing songs for 15 minutes. All of them should be soul winners. All of them. Nobody should make himself a professional prayer person. I mean to prayer. All of them should show us the souls they brought to the church. All of them. Those people who come and sing here for uh, five minutes, 15 minutes, all of them should show us the souls that they have brought to the church. I've been to the church a few times. Well, anytime I come and I make an altar call at the end of the service, it's just some particular type of people who bring souls. I, I, I put ask the pastor, why? Are these the specialists? I mean, what are the others doing? What are they doing in the church? Every time they come, then they come with some people who need translation. Is that the rest who understand English, they are not into soul winning. You are these people that they say, say, say uh, 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 let me not say it. Number six. I can't peaceably. Number six. The spirit of wisdom engages you in hopeful endeavor. There's hope in soul winning. There's hope. First Corinthians 9.10 Or saith he it altogether for our sakes. For our sakes, no doubt, that is, this is written, that he that ploweth should plow in hope and that he that thresheth in hope should be partaker of his hope. So winning is a hopeful endeavor. 
you can hope that things will turn out well. Things will work well. That it will work. It will bring church growth. It will save souls. It will change the community. It will bring people their husbands and their wives. It will bring employers to the church. It will bring employers. It will bring all types of people into the church. All types of people into the church. You'll be amazed. You'll be, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed as we are sitting here. Your husband is watching football. He's watching France and Belgium. Only because you haven't gone on outreach. For him to come and see you and to marry you. He's watching World Cup. He's not a bad person. He's not an Look, a lot, of, a lot of people, I think, are not bad or evil people. They just haven't been given the chance to serve God. They are not doing anything bad, but they're not doing anything bad. Even tomorrow, they are going to work, so they are not even drinking. They are just watching football. They just have soup on the fire. When they finish watching the football, they'll drink soup and go to bed. Number seven, soul winning is profitable. Give yourself wholly to these things that thy profiting will appear. It's profitable. Number eight, the spirit of wisdom will make you number your days and think about eternity. Psalm 90 verse 12. And then number nine, the spirit of wisdom allows the power of God to work freely in your life. Genesis 2-7. May the power of salvation fill you up. Yeah. May you be filled with the need, the need and the urgency to be a soul winner. Yeah, we're here. I mean, we're here. We're here. I mean, from now, through the autumn to the winter, that it's like, it's, it's like this, this, there's a denomination in the country. They're almost like a disturbance. Everybody has made himself into a soul winner. Everybody is charged up that a soul must be saved. A soul must be, must be won. Everybody is making an effort. An effort. Tube outreaches. Bus outreaches. Name it. You, you, can, even, you can even take an Uber. Your aim is to convert the, the, the driver before you get out. Tell him that you are going, you call him, you say you are going to Elephant and Castle. From here to Elephant and Castle, you witness to him and invite him to church. Dream of ideas. Dream of ideas to save souls. Dream. Dream and do it. And I pray that your, your pastors will open the floodgates for you and say, go and save souls. Let souls be saved. Everybody come to church with somebody. Everybody, rather than celebrating degrees and, and certificates and new jobs, there are nice things. There are nice things we should have. But it is not the main thing. It is not the main thing. I feel bad that I have to say some of these things sometimes. As though, as though I'm uneducated or I don't believe in working. But that is not why we are here. That's not why. I, can't, I couldn't have spent 25 years of my life here getting people jobs. Getting people jobs. I couldn't have. I mean, why, why, why would I do such a thing? Getting people jobs and getting them passports. Salvation of souls. Salvation of souls. 
salvation of souls. Souls must be saved. Souls must be saved. Souls must be saved. We must hear testimonies from your church. This one is saved. This one is saved. This gang here. Some of you used to be gang members. Fast and pray and go back to those your people and bring them to church. Be the Abacenta leader. So you should be expert fornicators. All the people that you, I don't know whether it's safe, but all the people that you fornicated with, go back for them. If you can't, don't go. to a church once that invites next Sunday invite all your ex your exes once one sister stood up in the corner and said he said bishop are you sure <laughs> I don't know what it meant but it was like it's like are you sending me back there do you really want me to go there <laughs> God bless you. Stand to your feet. I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to pray for yourself for two minutes. Two minutes. No walking around, no movement, nothing. We are praying. Don't become busy, okay? Ashes, everybody, you are praying. Every Asha must be bringing a new soul to church every Sunday. Yes. I want you to pray. Listen to me. Are you listening to me? I want you to pray for yourself. Lord, I want to be a soul winner. I want the spirit of wisdom. I want to be filled with the wisdom of being a soul winner. Touch my heart. Affect my heart. That through me, many souls shall be saved. Many lives shall be changed. For two minutes, begin to pray. Pray now. Pray now. Pray now. Pray now. Talk to him. Talk to him. Those at the back, all the way to the front, pray. Pray the Lord. In the sides, in the wings. Lord, I want to be a soul winner. A soul winner. A soul winner. I want to win souls, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. I haven't finished my race. I haven't finished my course. Whilst I'm alive, one more soul. One more soul. One more life. One more life must be affected. One more life must be affected. One more life must be changed. One more life must be changed. One more life must be affected, Lord. Whilst I have life, whilst I'm alive. One more soul, Lord. One more soul, Lord. And another, Lord. And another, Lord. And another, Lord. I want to be a soul winner, Lord. One more, God. 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 The spirit of wisdom, Lord. The spirit of wisdom, oh God. Help me, O oh Lord, to live a wise life, O oh God. 
to be wise, oh God. Help me, Lord, to do what the wise do, oh God. Save me from foolishness, Lord. Save me from foolishness, Lord. Open my eyes. Open the eyes of my understanding, Lord. To see, Lord. To see, Lord. To see, Lord. What is good and what is acceptable to you, Lord. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Makaba shaba kaba lava atayaba. Kaba liba kaba lava shaba lava niba staya. Labarin delebeshen delebe. Kalido zema. Kalido zeko. Kalido mikaba lavata lavanda lavadi batayaba. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this blessed opportunity we've had to hear your word, Lord. Give us a heart and the grace to pursue the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. May it enter our hearts. May it rest upon us. May we be soul winners, Lord. May we be soul winners. Lord, we covet the grace, the anointing, the spirit that is on our pastor that you have given to us, Lord. We desire, Lord. Give us that spirit, Lord. Give us that grace, Lord. Give us that privilege and honor, Lord. To walk in the grace you've given to him, Lord. To love souls. To love souls. To like what you like, oh God. To live a life that is pleasing to you, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, of waywardness, Lord. And chasing other things. And promoting other things. And sharing other things. And teaching other things. Forgive us, Lord. We want to be soul winners. We want to be soul winners, Lord. Help us, Lord, to become soul winners. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your blessing. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, very quickly, I want to pray for you. If you're here, someone invited you to church, or you've been going to church somewhere, but deep in your heart, you feel far from God. And you want to say, Lord, I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to go to heaven. I want to be a child of God. I want to work for God. I want to become a child so I can work and serve him. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, please lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Lift up your hand very high so I can see you. Very high. Lift up high I can see you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Jesus in my life and my heart. I want to be saved today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Just your right hand, very quickly, and I pray with you. Just your right hand. Have your hand lifted up. I want you to come to me right now. Come to me very quickly. Yes, come. It's your night for salvation. It's your special night. Come. Come from wherever you are. Come all the way. Come all the way to the front. Come and stand. Thank you, Jesus. Come. Come, my dear. Come, 
John, I'm still waiting for you as we sing just as I am. You want to come to Jesus today? You're not sure. You want to be sure tonight? Come. Close your eyes with me. Let's say this prayer together. And just join us as we make the say this prayer. Say, say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for me and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart be the Lord of my life. Say, Lord Jesus, from today, I belong to you. I'll live for you. I'll serve you. Have mercy on me. Now say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for them. Use them to your glory. Use them to your glory. Glorify yourself in them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. And gross darkness cover the peace.